Hey y'all, welcome back. It is the last podcast episode of the year and I am thrilled to talk to you guys once more to round out 2022. It's me, Amaka. And, you know, as always, hope everyone is doing well. And I'm sending love and support to those who need a little bit more. How am I doing? I am still shocked at how quickly this year went. I feel like I had moments where it was dragging, but overall it feels like I blinked and December was knocking on the door and let itself in and made itself comfortable. I'm like, why, why are you here so quickly? (laughs) But um, at the same time, I'm looking forward to the new year and a quick reminder that this will be the last episode of the year. I will not be putting out a January 1st episode. I will be taking a publishing break. So there will be no published episode on that day. The next episode will be January 15th. And I plan to take time to rest and relax, spend time with my family do some planning for 2023. I'm looking forward to it, ultimately. This has been a challenging year in many ways, but a challenging year also in terms of seeing what I'm made of, in a way. You know, being stretched, being... What's the word? The The word challenge keeps coming to my mind, but I'm really wanting to, to find another word. But, you know, I guess maybe that's the one that fits. I've really been challenged this year. I think I have. I met the challenge and, you know, did absolutely the best that I could with, you know, what I was faced with in the moment. And I've learned a lot of lessons And as of late, I would say over the last week or two, the word acceptance has been coming to my mind. And I think the word acceptance is coming to me within the context of accepting where I am now in terms of like, not just mentally, but like in terms of more so having my own space because I very much share space now, you know, living with family versus having my own space. And I struggled with that earlier on in the year. I had a very, very, very hard time adjusting and I didn't want to accept it. I think that is what kind of propelled me towards a place emotionally that was heavy and unhealthy you know and also dealing with the challenges from my old job that I had earlier in the year that you know I've spoken about on the podcast and just not wanting to accept that this was 
my reality for the foreseeable future and still trying to figure out, you know, can I um, make changes? Could I reassess this decision? Are there any moves that I can make that maybe I didn't previously consider? And I think that was where the struggle was for me you know not accepting not accepting my reality but I think I think I felt like I would have a little bit of a difficult time talking about this because there's certain there's like I think context is important because there's certain things that you know might be happening in your life and you don't have to accept it so I'm like what what is it that I need to accept versus what is it that I can change? I'm still trying to kind of crystallize that for myself. But I think ultimately what I mean by acceptance is not romanticizing my life as it was before not wanting to go back, not continually looking back, because I feel like I was doing that a lot. I was missing my old life, you know, and wanting to go back and daydreaming about it. And, you know, kind of having the difficult time that I did moving to New York and like my baseline stress level going up and just like, you know, on any given day, I had a lot more on my mind than I did before I moved here. And I was just really, I was always feeling nostalgic and reminiscing about, I guess, having calmer, simpler life before I moved here. And I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast, but something that has helped me more so this past year, but also before is imagery. I do utilize imagery when I meditate. It helps me kind of get into a deeper meditative state. Like if I am in the middle of an, depending on like what position I'm in, if I'm laying flat and I'm meditating, I might kind of envision myself on um, like, a, what's it called? On the beach, I might envision myself kind of laying on a towel on the beach or something where or being in a space where, you know, I can hear water or, you know, something really tranquil and calm that really helps me kind of get deeper into the meditative state. But it has kind of been expanding and in terms of like, the spaces that I use it. And I think it helps with, it helps me to better understand or it helps me to accept certain things. And when I say that, I mean, like when it comes to this theme of acceptance that has been coming to my mind lately, I have been seeing this image Not really an image, but like this thought of, I'll paint the picture, of there being three versions of myself. And 
there is the present me in the middle and there is the previous me, the past me. You can say the me from a year ago, the me from nursing school, the me who lived on her own, the me from my old life, quote unquote. And then in front of me, there is the future me, the me who is ultimately waiting for me, the present me, to stop looking back at the old me and look forward. So this image has been coming to me for the past week or two. And the first time it came to my mind, I got emotional and I started to tear up. Because I feel like, you know, you hear the saying, a picture is worth a thousand words. Um, and I think this is relevant, too, because this this image or this, like, short, I don't want to call it image, because image in my mind means stillness, but it's not a still picture. It's like a very short, <laughs> a very short clip, I guess that just kind of keeps going, running in my mind over and over of just me looking back, me presently looking back at the old me who lived my old life. And the theme of acceptance is now starting to sink in. And instead of looking back at the old me wishing I was her again, I am now looking back at her thankful to her for bringing me to this point because the old me represents all the experiences I've gone through all the setbacks all the triumphs my childhood my adolescence my firsts my milestones you know getting everything every single experience in my life has gotten me to this point of who I am you know and the old me quote unquote had a really good life she had her challenges she had her really devastating moments but she she overcame all of them And she's had a lot of really amazing moments and she really enjoyed her (laughs) alone time and solitude. She really enjoyed having her own space, you know, and she loved herself and she loved her life. And, you know, that I know that to be true presently. And that has been hard to transition out of. And the current me does not have that same environment, you know, um, and it has been an adjustment for sure. But that doesn't take away from, you know, all the triumphs that I have had this year, all the accomplishments, continuing to produce and publish this podcast despite not having my like old setup you know at my old place and you know starting a job at the beginning of the year realizing it wasn't right for me making the very hard but very necessary decision to leave 
you know, taking that month off in July and driving off to a tiny home and taking time for myself and reading and writing and driving and, you know, taking a break, taking a break and then coming back and starting this new position and adjusting and getting my bearings and slowly growing within the provider role and you know realizing that next month January will be one year practicing as a nurse practitioner despite what it feels like I lost there is so much that I have gained and there is so much growth that I have experienced this year, even though it may not feel like it right now. So, you know, I have tried as best as I can to explain the old me. And I have tried as much as I can to explain the present me. So ultimately now, the present me within this past year of 2022 has been looking back at the old me and wishing she can go back to her old life. But with this, with this feeling and theme of acceptance that has been coming to me this past week plus, I have, instead of wanting to go back, I have decided to just thank her for getting me this far and ultimately telling her that I'm going to miss her. But I need to stop looking back at her. Because my future self is waiting for me. And I am delaying what is waiting for me by continually looking back. So I was in the car last week and I had come back from somewhere and I decided I wasn't going to go back in the house right away and I was going to record a voice note. I decided I was going to record a voice note because this is particularly where this is particularly when the theme of acceptance and this kind of imagery was coming to me like heavy, like steady. And um, voice notes have been so clutch for me this year, like I have written in my journal, but I feel like sometimes I just had to get it out and I wasn't in the situation where I could like use a pen and paper. So, you know, oftentimes I would record voice notes in my room, but a lot of the times this year I would record them in my car. Like after, you know, coming home and parking, I wouldn't. I wouldn't exit the car right away. So on a particular day last week, I decided I was going to record a voice note before going in the house. And I was talking about, you know, the acceptance and the imagery and the three selves. And, you know, talking about how, you know, I really miss her as in my old self. And I started to tear up. But realizing that I need to stop wishing that I could go back because my future self and everything all the good things the challenges the 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 means of growth the ways that I'm going to exceed expectations of myself how I'm going to be challenged how I'm going to triumph 
everything that is waiting for me with my future self is just waiting because I keep looking back. So, you know, ultimately, I feel like inside me, emotionally, mentally, I have expressed gratitude to my old self through that voice note, just saying, Thank you for bringing me to this point. We have been through hell and high water. We have had some of the most amazing times of our lives so far, but there's still so much ahead and I need to turn around and stop looking back and look towards my future self who is looking at me, waiting for me to walk towards her so she can take my hand and we can move forward. So anytime I kind of imagine that, um, I get a, I get a little emotion. My voice might start to crack, but yeah, sometimes it takes kind of imagining things for me to like, get it, you know, for it to really settle in. And that has really helped me over the past couple of weeks, you know? And I don't know if this is relevant to anybody who is listening, but, you know, ultimately the things that are waiting for us in the future are being held up if we keep looking at our past, whether it is a past that we miss and remember fondly or whether it's a past that was tough and traumatic Either way, you know, I'm looking at my past more so in a fond way, but almost to a fault because I'm not allowing myself to be open to the things that are waiting for me. You know, all the good things, all the all the ways that I will grow as a person. I'm looking back, you know, wishing I could go back, but this is helping me just kind of appreciate how far I've come, you know, and ultimately leave it at that and look forward and just trust that my future self, who I have interlocked arms with, is going to hold me down and is going to, you know, keep me safe, you know, and is going to be there with me as my present self turns around, does not look back anymore, and looks forward. So I hope that makes some sort of sense. (laughs) I really do. It makes sense to me when I'm just thinking it through, but when I'm like talking it out, I feel like sometimes I sound crazy, but... This is what this is what's been on my mind um, predominantly for the past couple of weeks. And it's it's helpful. It's been helpful for me. It's been helpful with like not letting things get to me, not being so easily bothered, not feeling so stressed, not being so stressed. There's a level of stress that you just can't avoid. But and then there's another level of stress that you put on yourself. So, you know, just anything that I would ultimately be putting on myself that would be stressful. This kind of 
epiphany, for lack of a better word, has been helping me just kind of let things go. It's been helping me just kind of accept people as they are instead of wishing they were different. It doesn't mean that I'm going to just take garbage or take bullshit from anybody, but instead of wishing they were different or instead of hoping they would change, I would just know how to interact with that person, you know, and create boundaries for myself. So it's helped me in a lot of ways so far. And it's helping me be open to what the future has in store, because I'm thinking a lot about what I've been drawn to lately. I'm drawn to being more creative. I just was working on a project that I won't go too into detail about because it's for a friend of mine who is a listener. So (laughs) Um, I kind of dove pretty deep into this creative project recently and it reminded me how much I actually love doing it so I really want to kind of prioritize getting back into it and I am thinking about how much I used to love to bake and even though that's something that I used to do in nursing school and things like that you know I don't want it to be you know attributing it to my old life because it's not that's not necessarily the case like I can bake regardless of where I am or what environment I'm in. Um, It's just something that I haven't really been able to do. And I really want to get back into it. Like, not only do I want to get back into it, I want to like level up. I want to take a class. I want to learn the technicals. I want to get good with like frosting techniques. And because I could definitely be the mom, you know, that makes the birthday cakes for my kids or, you know, bring in baked goods for my co-workers or whatever like I'm really that person like I love to bake it has been something that's always been like therapeutic for me because you really have to focus it's something that I took on in nursing school because it was like a stress reliever it was a stress reliever for me and I really want to get back into it and that's you know baking is a means of creativity and I'm just thinking about all the ways that I feel like my creativity wants to express itself and I don't want to limit myself there are certain things that I feel like are at the top that I know that I love to do and I want to um, improve upon it and make it like a part of my life but I don't want to limit myself and I feel like with a lot of us creativity is kind of stamped out of us you know when we're younger because we are taught that it's not a means of making a living or a career, you know, but despite being in a career that's not creative, it doesn't mean that I can't have a life that isn't creative. It doesn't mean that I can't have a creative life. Um, And I think that's something that really can give life to you and put you in a better mood on a regular basis and just make you feel more connected and in tune with yourself because creativity is pretty much just making something out of nothing and just kind of seeing that and seeing what you can produce with your hands and your mind and literally making something from nothing it is I think it's underestimated how much that can 
positively impact our mind and our mental health. So, you know, kind of going into 2023, kind of just want to lean into my creative side a little bit more. What else? So (laughs) I'm laughing because I started the podcast and I just kind of went into talking. But yeah, this is this is kind of just like a talking episode with this being the last episode. I also wanted to mention that I was a guest on a podcast last month called The Wellness Collective. And the episode is called Mindful Black Woman. And I was invited to talk about ways in which black women can incorporate mindfulness in their daily lives and why it's so important. So if you if you Google the Wellness Collective, Mindful Black Women or Mindful Black Woman, it should come up. I will also put the link to the episode in the podcast description bar for Apple and Spotify so that you know um, if you're interested in listening you can just click from there but that was a really great experience and I was invited by a um, someone an acquaintance who I met a couple months ago she invited me to come and speak to high school and college aged women of color because she runs a nonprofit and every month she invites someone from field or career that perhaps the young woman would be interested in venturing into. So she invited me and I talked about what I do for a living, you know, as a psychiatric nurse practitioner, the education I went through, ultimately how I got here. And It was a great session. I think there was maybe between 20 and 30 people. It was a Zoom um, event. And pretty much I just gave like a quick spiel about what I do. And then they were just asking me questions. And um, I got the impression that they enjoyed the event and enjoyed the insight that I shared And some of them also shared that they were kind of on that path already, whether it was psychology or like more clinical mental health. But regardless, we need more of ourselves in this field. So however you find yourself here, I applaud you. So, yeah, that was a really great experience. And I'm hoping to have more opportunities in 2023 and beyond to just talk to people you know, to kind of share my expertise so far in this field, not just as a clinical provider, but just with my experience in mental health since, you know, I have been working right out of college, just, you know, in a speaking capacity. So if anyone is listening and they want to invite me, let me know. My contact is in um, the show notes. So... Yeah, those are two really cool experiences that I had over the past month. What else? What else do I want to talk about? (laughs) So, yeah, this is a book podcast, right? I thought it would be amusing to talk about books that I did not finish this year. (laughs) So I have read quite a few books and I'm very proud. But, you know... The way we share our accomplishments is the same way we share things that are incomplete or that we didn't finish. So 
books that I did not finish this year, but want to finish. Um, one is Untamed by Glennon Doyle. I started it maybe September. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like a third of a way in because I started reading other books. But I actually picked it up yesterday and I intend on finishing it because it came so highly recommended. I don't know if I mentioned it on a previous episode, but I had seen this book everywhere and I think in 2020 maybe or last year and I was turned off. I'm I'm a little ashamed to say this, but I was turned off by the cover. I thought the cover was so colorful in a gimmicky way and then untamed I thought that was a cliche title I'm like so I was like I don't know if I'm interested in this and so I fell for you know the typical don't judge a book by its cover because I did ultimately I saw the cover I saw the title I was like this is cheesy that's just me personally but literally every Every review, every comment about this book was positive. Literally, I don't think I've seen a negative comment about this book, you know? So I was eventually like, and then there's this particular person who I follow on Instagram um, who also raves about the book. And I was like, you know what? Okay, I'm going to pick it up. So I picked it up. I started reading it. It's good. It's good. It's just... I stopped. I get reader's block sometimes. <laughs> Is that a thing? I That just like came to my mind like a couple of days ago. Like, you know how like writers have writer's block and they can't write for however long. I sometimes get reader's block. And I don't know why it's so hard for me to pick up a book, despite how much I love reading. So I was like, we need to we need to push through this reader's block if it's a thing. So I started reading it again yesterday. I was like, it was like 11 p.m. I was like, if it kills me, I'm going to read one chapter today. <laughs> and I did. So we're going to, I, and I want to do an episode on it too. So I'm going to prioritize finishing that book over this holiday break. What else did I not finish? I haven't finished Healing Trauma. I did the part one and I want to kind of do, read the part with the exercise and actually like practice some of them at least so that I can um, produce and publish the part two. So Healing Trauma by Peter Levine, I'm yet to finish. Attached by, um, I'm blanking on the author's name right now. Um, But Attached is a pretty common book that has been out there about the types of attachment, anxious attachment, secure attachment, avoidant attachment. I started that book. I have not finished it. (laughs) So that's another book that I want to finish because I want to do an episode on attachment. I think that is a topic that I hear off and on, but I would like to read that book and see if there's any like unique perspective that I may be able to contribute to the conversation, you know, after reading it on an episode. What else? I started reading Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown, maybe over the summer, but that's a big book. I don't think I even got, (laughs) I don't think I even got like 10 pages in. And she has an accompanying HBO Max series for the book. So I really want to read that book. I think it would be a good like multi-part episode series for the podcast. I can't tell you when that's going to happen, but I really want it to happen. This is kind of fun. 
just kind of thinking through this. I started also to In Every Mirror, She's Black, which is a novel. I heard mixed reviews about that. But then I was reading more reviews and they were becoming more negative. And that kind of turned me off, which I'm kind of ashamed of because I really don't want to not give a book a chance because people spoke negatively or of it or give a book a chance because people spoke so highly of it. You know, I'm really trying to just do things so that I can have my own experience. But I ha- I have to admit that does affect me and that does affect the motivation, you know, to start a book or finish a book. Like if I'm in the middle of it and I'm seeing a lot of negative reviews and I might stop. But I like saw mixed ish slash negative ish reviews, but I want to like give it a chance because I might like it. Like, you know, everyone's perspective with coming to a book is so different. So what else? Is there any other books? I started The Gift of Therapy by Irvin Yalong. I have not finished that book, but I want to. I think it's a really I think it's a really good source of information, not just for therapy professionals, but just people. And I'm always looking to improve my means of supporting my clients through therapy. So, yeah, that's another book. Is there any other there are any others that I did not finish this year? Nothing else comes to mind. Um, one book that I read that I did not do a podcast episode on is God is a Black Woman by Christina Cleveland. I don't do podcast episodes for every book that I read. Because sometimes, you know, I just want to read a book for myself. I don't want to read it because I have to talk about it. And I've kind of over the past few years have tried to really figure out what my relationship to God is outside of how I was brought up and what I was made to believe and internalize. Like I've been questioning a lot of things. Like I really just want to come to a place where I believe what I believe because I truly believe in it versus I believe what I believe because I was told to believe in it. So, you know, I'm kind of like trying to seek knowledge and see what's out there. And I saw this book and I read it and I really liked it. It kind of was able to talk about certain things that I was leaning towards myself in terms of ideas of what God looks like for me and how my relationship with God looks like and how I want it to look like. So that's a book I read that I didn't do an episode on because, you know, it was more of kind of like a personal, not that the books that I talk about on this episode aren't on this podcast aren't personal to me, but, you know, I don't want to feel forced to talk about everything I read, you know, um, some things I really want to share to the, my listeners and some things I just want to keep to myself. And I think that's fine. But if anyone has read God is a Black Woman by Christina Cleveland and wants to talk about it, let me know. I had lunch with a friend of mine Um, some months ago. I told her I was reading it and she was intrigued. So she picked it up and she read it too. And she said she liked it. So yeah. Anything else? I think that's it. Um, so I hope y'all enjoyed that. Those are books that I started this year that I did not finish, 
but have every intent to finish. And every book that I talked about on the podcast this year, I finished with the exception of healing trauma, because there's going to be a part two for that. So I finished a lot of books this year and I did not finish a lot of books this year. And I think that's real. I think it's I think it's good to talk about, you know, things that are unfinished because we're human and I don't want to put forth the impression that, you know, I'm a voracious reader who sees a book to the end and just, you know, picks up one book and reads it straight. You know, that's really not it. I thought of another book, (laughs) The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett. I started that, I think, late last year and... I have not finished it. It's actually in my storage unit and I need to go and get it because I want to read more novels. I think I've also said this on the podcast too, like because of the content that I often talk about on here, I, you know, it can be heavy sometimes and I want to kind of lighten things up. Like I don't want it to be all self-improvement. Like I want to be able to let my imagination kind of go a little bit and novels let me, novels let me do that. So I want to do that more. And I think that's where in Every Mirror She's Black was supposed to kind of um, serve that purpose, but I didn't finish it. So The Vanishing Half by Britt Bennett, I have heard really great things about. I read her other book, The Mothers, a few years ago when I lived in the DMV. So I was like, I read The Mothers, I liked it. You know, so I wanted to give that The Vanishing Half an opportunity and I didn't finish it, but... I will. I I have every intention of finishing it eventually. (laughs) All these books I have the intention of finishing eventually. So we'll see. I'll keep y'all posted in 2023. Um, And then I have so many books that I bought last year that I did not read. But, you know, that's the life of a reader. You read, you read books, you start them, you finish them, you start books, you don't finish, you plan on finishing, you go to the bookstore, you see these books, you make a list, and then you go back and you pick up a book with every intention of reading and you don't pick it up until like, who knows? That's definitely me. I'm the type of person to like buy a book and then start reading it like a year later. Some books I read right away. I want to be more open to using audiobooks. I've had an Audible subscription before, but I was not using it enough to justify the monthly cost, so I canceled it. But I want to give it another try again, particularly for Michelle Obama's new book, The Light We Carry. I was thinking I would buy a hard copy because I do want to do an episode on it. But I think I might just listen to it you know, I'm trying to walk more. I'm not sure if I've mentioned this on the podcast, but it's getting harder with the winter weather. But, you know, I I love the idea of just putting on an audiobook and like walking outside on a, you know, beautiful day, you know, however many miles I choose to do. And I can just learn and grow more and faster if, you know, I'm able to do that. So, But then again, I'm just like, my mind, I'm a big daydreamer that my mind tends to wander. So I'm like, am I going to be the listener who has to keep rewinding the audiobook because my mind keeps drifting? But I won't know until I try. So I think next year, I'm going to kind of 
try again with the audible maybe give it a couple of months if it's not going anywhere i'm not really using it then i might cancel it again but i do want to give it another try and if i do i'll probably use the light we carry first and then maybe do an episode hopefully if i do it'll probably be an audiobook episode because everything i've read this year has been strictly like um actual books um what else I think I'm gonna end the episode with just one more thing I'm gonna talk about one more thing quickly and then that'll be it I I feel like we underestimate how much food water and rest can impact our mood Sometimes if I'm having a particularly hard day or a hard morning and I stop, I'll be like, girl, have you eaten anything yet today? Have you hydrated? Have you drank any water today? If it's later in the day, I'm like, I might just need a quick nap. So there have been days where like, I feel like I'm running on E and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go and get something to eat. I'm going to go and drink some water and I'm going to take a nap. (laughs) And I find that whenever I do that, I would say like 90% of the time when I do that, I, within a couple hours, I feel so much better. And I think about how we talk a lot about just in the general discourse, especially with like around mental health. And I hear a lot of this on social media, people talking about the inner child, healing the inner child. And I think about, you know, just thinking about kids physically, you know, when they're cranky or they're disagreeable and you can't really reason with them. Sometimes it's because they're hungry or they're dehydrated or they are due for a nap. And once they get one or two, or all three of those things, they're good as new. And I feel like we definitely prioritize that more. Like we run that checklist more in our minds as someone who takes care of a kid, whether you're a parent or your caregiver to someone who's really small. But we, we think of it less and less as a solution to our immediate issues as adults. You know, we're cranky, we're disagreeable, we're not having a good day. And I have made it a point now to be like, okay, you're not really yourself. You feel slow and sluggish. Maybe, you know, you're, a headache is coming on, you know? And I'm just like, have I even eaten anything today? And not just have I eaten anything today. Have I eaten anything of nourishment? Like, have I, have I eaten anything that nourishes my body today? Not like a donut not like, you know, soda for quick energy. Like, have I eaten today properly? Have I hydrated myself? Have I had water? You know, have I, did I get a good night's sleep? I might need like a quick 15, 20 minute, you know, resting period and a nap, you know? And I know not everybody has the ability to do this, but if you do, if you can steal 15 to 20 minutes in your day, whether it's in your car or you can lock your office door and just like maybe get a sleep mask, put it in your desk, (laughs) lock your office door, put your sleep mask on, lean back in your chair and sleep. 
or put your head down on your desk and sleep. Put a timer on your phone or whatever for 15, 20 minutes. You might be surprised at how good you feel after, you know. So just making sure we check off these things regularly, you know, giving our body what it needs primally, you know, food, nourishment, sustenance, giving our body hydration, water, giving our body rest. It is underestimated, but it over delivers, you know, on what it can provide. So I kind of just wanted to end the podcast with that quick nugget because it helps me. It helps me. I can count multiple times where I have kind of done a quick self check in and I realize one or more of these things are off and then I address it. And then I feel so much better. I am able to regain energy and go on with my day. So that's it. Last episode of the year. Thank you guys so much for this support, for the support that you have shown this podcast. We are still a smaller community, but steadily growing. And you guys are really like deciding to come on this journey with me. I am forever grateful for every single one of you who decides to spend even a minute of your day with me just to turn on an episode, any episode, and to think that my voice is coming out of a speaker or earphones and someone is electing to listen to me and the things that I have to say is incredibly humbling. And I thank you guys always from the bottom of my heart. And I am really looking forward to what is in store for 2023. So as always, love you guys so much. Hit me up, DM me on Instagram, email me at my email, um, btbwpodcast at gmail.com and the show notes. Reach out to me if you guys have any questions that you want my two cents on and you're not opposed to me sharing it on the podcast. Let me know. Happy to, you know, provide some insight Please rate and review if this episode or past episodes have positively impacted you. And I hope everyone has a restful holiday, however you choose to celebrate it, whether it's with yourself at peace or with family. And I will see y'all on the other side. Happy New Year in advance. Talk to y'all soon. Bye.